Hey everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the We Made Changes podcast. This is actually a special episode. Today, we're talking about Ben's top five favorite movies. If you listened to the previous episode about our top five favorite movies, you'll notice Benjamin wasn't there. So this is his chance to lay down his top five for us. Ben, say hello. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And we also have Brad joining us. We're just going to sit around, chat about Ben's top five. Brad, say hello. That's Brad. That is Brad. (laughs) Roll the intro. Welcome back, everybody. We are here, and we are talking about Ben's top five favorite films. Expect these to be terrible. I'm thinking four of of the 12. I'm thinking four of the 12 Fast and Furious films are going to be on this. Uh, How many Fast and Furious? I can't can't count anymore. Too many Um, right now. Yeah, too many. Uh, But uh, no, Let's let's, let's let you take it away. Give me your fifth favorite movie of all time remember guys these are his top five favorite movies uh this can fluctuate and it doesn't mean that they're the best movies they're just for him his top five ben what's your number five so i think it's important before i get into the top five uh to understand who i am and like kind of like my hobbies and things that i like so um i grew up watching horror films and like scary movies with my mother um that was just something that like we still do it to this day. It's a bond that we've had. So I love scary films. Um, I've always been kind of a nerd and had a thing for sci-fi, fantasy type uh, movies. So kind of give you a little context. It's not all, that's not my whole top five though, but it does give you a little context into why I chose some of the movies that some of you out there are probably going to say, I've never even heard of that before. But uh, so my top five, and I know this is kind of cheating, Just but it's- number five. Or yeah, my number five. It's it's a tie between two, so it's that's I cheating. Shows. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm breaking the rules here, Ooh. but uh, it's either Pitch Black, which is uh, which stars a Vin Diesel movie. Vin Diesel, um, and it's a sci-fi futuristic movie. Uh, Vin Diesel is basically like a merc. He's a mercenary, and uh, another group of mercs are hired to go and basically transport him to a holding facility. They stop on a planet. Um, that ends up being uh, infested by these indigenous creatures that uh, only come out at night. And uh, it just so happens that planet's alignment in its system, um, they have a long period of night. So it's about them trying to get off. And he's just kind of badass in that movie. And it sets the tone for the rest of the Riddick tril- or Chronicles, I guess you would call it. Yeah, Chronicles is this, of Riddick the, is and this then... the, the prequel or sequel to Chronicles of Riddick? It's the prequel. Okay. So dar- the dark happened before um, Chronicles. Chronicles. And if you see the movie, you probably have heard of it or seen it on TV because I do televise it. And he wears these goggles to kind of help shield the light because he has this, his eyes are different. He has... He sees things different. His vision's different. It's not like 
heat vision. It's like really interesting. It's really weird. Um, but he's able to helps him be able to see these creatures at night. So he, everybody relies on him to get them out of the planet because, uh, one, he's skilled and then two, he has that vision. And then you find out later in the Chronicles of Riddick, which is also a very good movie. Um, why he is the way he is. He's part of a Fyrian race, which is a race that went extinct. But, uh, this is in uh, an interesting time for Vin Diesel. This was like a a big This was before time. This the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, this came out a year before the Fast and Furious. And the first I think one. after Triple X, right? Uh Triple X, no. Yeah, Triple X came out uh, around the time of the the second Fast and the Furious. That's why he's not in it. He went and did Triple X. Um but it was just like a big It was just like I mean, this was his time, I guess. Right. Cuz now he really all he does is um, Fast and the Furious, and then he was—he's Groot, which nobody really knows, but he—he he voices Groot. Yeah, yeah, he which does. Is really funny, but uh, really interesting. And baby, but Groot. he. Um, but this is like a big time for Vin Diesel. It's—it's it's interesting that he chose such a sci-fi role. Right, and this, his character he plays in this, it's not like, you know, you can tell like certain actors they sh- they show in each character they play, typically, um. For Vin Diesel, I feel like this it's definitely something far different than anything else Vin Diesel's played. Yeah, but at the same time, I see, I literally see him being like a cool, cool, tough guy in a sci-fi world. Like he's Dominic Toretto in a sci-fi world. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I I, I could see it where you're coming from. I just think because he's just, it's just so different, and he's doesn't you know. He doesn't speak often, but when he does, it's meaningful. Whereas in the other movies, I feel like, you know, tons of dialogue. You know, you, you get he's more mysterious in this in this film. All right, what are we tied with? What's uh, Black tied with, with dazed and confused. Mm. So that is a movie I love just because it's funny. It. Those two are so know, similar. This, yeah. Yeah, so similar, right? <laughs> it's guys- okay. So for those of you who don't know, um, it's with uh, Matthew McConaughey, and uh, it, if you remember his famous words, "All right, all right, all right," that's where this is from. Yeah, I'd say if you're anybody um, younger than twenty, maybe even like twenty-two, you've probably never seen this, but you know Matthew McConaughey has an "All right, all right, all right." probably seen like a video or a gif is probably like a thing that's where that came from yeah yep very very popular movie uh yeah so it came out in 1993 um obviously i wasn't born yet but uh, i saw it you know i think the first time i saw it was in high school and i I thought it was awesome i loved it um maybe because i could relate a little a little bit of a burnout in high school but uh the it just takes place in the 70s and you got your your stoners and your you know just it's kind of similar to those you know what did we talked to uh, about earlier it's like the 16 candles um the breakfast club it, it's kind of has that feel to I'd it i'd say it's a little different actually it's more like fast times oh yeah yeah sure fast times at rich my high that's a good one yeah. um it, but it's yeah, that so same... basically it's about their last day of high school and how they're you know gonna go out with a bang and uh, you just kind of it just develops the characters in fun way and well, it's about like know. it's one of those movies where kids are 
teenagers are, you know, wild and, you know, drinking, smoking, and yeah, those things like those things yeah. that, you know, nobody, everyone knew, but nobody wanted to like, think happened. You know, it right. was why like Sixteen Candles and those movies when they came out were so, uh, everyone you know hated them, and then now they're you know now they're cherished, but when they came out you know, they were not accepted. And yeah, that's kind definitely. of what this movie is. It's one of those high schoolers are doing things that, you know, you're not supposed to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And I think that you totally nail it. I think that they resonate better now as they've aged than they did probably when they came out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, those are my five. My, my number five slot. That's a weird, uh, just really quick, that's a weird um, movie. It just does not feel like a 90s movie. Feels no, early, it, feels, it feels it older. It doesn't. It it does, and that's what I think is so cool about it because you really do feel like it was literally filmed in the seventies. Um, yeah, which, yeah, they did a phenomenal job. I love the cars in it. I love the the style, the communication, all of it. It's just really cool. I think the seventies was, other than Vietnam and uh, some other bullshit, but uh, I think it was a really cool era. I think that would be the time I'd want to live if I could yeah. choose another time period or the fifties. Yeah, cool. Uh, I, 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 I like that that movie. All right, number four. Number four. Uh, again, going back to my fantasy sci-fi um, route, but uh, Constantine. I bet you don't have heard of that one, have you, Joe? I've heard of Constantine. It's with uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And so I actually wanted to look up what – like IMDb summarized the movie as, and it was a supernatural detective, John Constantine, helps a policewoman prove her sister's death was not a suicide, but something more. Um, which, yeah, that's part of the movie, but that's maybe they just do this to be, you know, to not give too much away, but um, the movie's so much more than that. I think it's very cool how they, um, obviously, Constantine is, uh, has, uh, Biblical and historical significance, um, you know, pioneered Christianity. Uh, Constantine back in when, you know, the Roman Empire was at its heights, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct, Joe? What? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't even think you uh, know what I just said. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I was just thinking about Constantine and, I don't know, Keanu Reeves just being a weirdo. Well, yeah, he's he's an awesome person in real life, and he's a very cool uh actor um he's a weirdo is what you meant yeah but i like that i like yeah, that about everyone's him. weird and uh so in this movie it really showcase showcases and and uh, uh just really like kind of biblical lore so there's more to it really behind her suicide was um this conflict going on between um so he he can see basically across the veil into um what would be hell and um, he can see uh, past death. So he has these abilities. I think it. he can speak with angels. Um, there's these weird things going on. And uh, kind of ultimately at the end of the movie, they introduce you to Lucifer and um, I believe it was Michael. So uh, very, it's just very interesting. I think it took um, historical uh, lore and uh, did a very good job with it. So, Let me ask you yes. a question. What? You think Keanu Reeves is a good actor? Um, 
I think he's good. I think he's all right. Wrong answer. All right. Number three. What's the number three? Do you? No, that's why I said wrong answer. So, yes, you do. Yeah, I think he's terrible. Uh, number, <laughs> he's terrible. <laughs> number three. I think I said I think he's all right. I don't think he's my favorite, um, but he's not bad. All right. Fair enough. To each his own. To each his own. Number three. Um, number three is Interstellar. Again, another Matthew McConaughey movie. Uh, but do you know who the director is? Director, writer. I'm going to cheat here and look at uh, IMDb. It's Christopher Nolan. You. Yeah, it's Christopher Nolan. So the, you, you get bread points for me. That is my favorite uh, writer, director. Yeah. I Yeah, I loved it. Um, this movie's great. It's... I, who knows what happened in it but it's great I yeah mean, it's, and it's that's but here's the cool thing people one well, a lot of people don't understand it how it ended what happened this but well nobody really you know understands if you it. if you like look into like the, the writing of the movie and directing it they didn't so they based everything that happened in the movie based off of the laws of physics, what we do know and what well, we yeah, do understand I mean, about the laws of physics. It's, However, it's, it's they, theoretical it's, concepts of, you know, they speculated on time and yeah. what time happens because how time would can be manipulated and in, in, in what it would look like in a fifth dimensional, in a physical sense. Right. Um, as you see in part of the movie where Matthew McConaughey to gets, goes through the yeah black hole and ends up in a, what they people believe as a tesseract, which is a, a physical creation of, of time where you can manipulate on a fifth dimensional level, um, which is really cool because actually it's, it's not like um, – and, and they did the research. They brought in experts and they made sure they did their homework where they weren't putting anything out there that would be easily ref- – you know. Yeah, he's, or he's, refuted he's known by, for that. He, he does it in so, all of his movies. Uh, right. He brings in so, like, professionals to yeah, consult the fact that on these, the- Yeah, and the fact that these speculations could possibly be reality is really cool. The fact that we don't – time is such a, a weird concept for us, and I, I think that's just so cool. I think the way that they portrayed it is awesome. I love that you see it where – first you see it with Matthew McConaughey and his daughter where – he watches the movies and for them they've only been on the mission for maybe a year or two and um his daughter ends up aging you know into her into adulthood and then yeah she's an old lady when you exactly and, yeah. yeah which at the endings the ending is uh, a little confusing but yeah it's um it's awesome and the fact that you know and, and one of the and really part of what i th- what affects time is like gravitational pull and a rotation of a planet so um, you know, they go to the surface of the planet that's mostly water to check out that crash site and they leave their friend up on this, um, or, you know, in orbit and every hour down on the surface level, of the planet was seven years in orbit. So, cause time behaved differently between the surface level of the planet and the orbit. So I thought that was a really cool concept that they, they, I don't know. I just, the whole thing was executed really well. I, remember scratching my head and be like this is crazy this is awesome um for me space is awesome if i could i would be an astronaut or you know this is astronomer uh, so yeah it's like christopher nolan's uh you know everything else feels similar to christopher nolan he he shoots his like movie so beautifully and the way it's scored is so beautiful um and like you feel like you're there but i feel like this was him taking that creative side of like himself 
uh, and oh, yeah. taking it a step further. You know, because like even uh, Inception played with, you know, mind, your mind and time and different levels of your dreams. But this is like even way oh, farther yeah. out there. Uh, it no, is. Good. Well, I actually, like... I'm glad you brought up Inception because I just read an article and I was meaning to tag you in it or send it to you. Um, that there's a study that was just released um, that there were there was uh, they were trying to basically replicate the idea of inception on mice. Oh yeah, I mean and it I was think, really yeah. really interesting. I mean they have a I long mean, way to go to ever he, do what was done in that movie. But again, you, he bases point, all of his stuff on like real thing, and then he just you know expands on it. Exactly, and that's yeah. what I think is really cool. Yeah. So. Um, this is also Matthew McConaughey, like a good couple of years for him. Oh, he was yeah. in uh, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, which obviously he won. Did really well. Uh, yeah. Best male actor that year. Um, then he was in the True Detective series, which his season so far has been the best. Not sure if you guys are fans of that, but uh, yeah, his season was amazing. And then Interstellar, kind of like two, three years right there. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, he was great in this. Uh, I yeah. think so too. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he did Spend really well. And I also, think uh, uh, Timothy Chamelet was in this, who's like the young. He's a young actor right now. I'm not sure if you've seen him, Ben, but been in a couple things and just getting huge praise. But he, this is like one of his first movies. Yeah, probably he's one the, of his breakout this, roles. Then he's know? in. He's a son in this. So and then Jessica Chastain, Chastain is in it. She, I mean, mm-hmm. big cast, great movie. Yeah, great yeah, movie. Definitely. Yeah. Um, even Anne Hathaway did a good job in that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was number three. So number two, uh, Saving Ryan's Privates. I mean, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, I haven't heard that one before. What? What? Uh, love this movie. Never heard of this. Um, is it good? You know, it it's good. It is good. It is up there. It's better than Keanu Reeves as an actor. This might be my second favorite Matt Damon movie. Really? Yeah. Not the biggest because fan. You see so, because you see so little of him. <laughs> no, he's just good at it. No, yeah, he, he's, he's good. I mean, he doesn't I, play like I, a tough guy. He plays like a vulnerable. Yeah. Anyway, tell me why you like this movie so much. Oh, man. I One, um, I'm a history buff, so I love, um, I think, the you know Second World War is such a fascinating piece of um, history for just in general for the human race. Um, and when the time that this came out, it was such an accurate depiction of what really happened on D-Day. You know, storming the beach of Normandy and um, breaking through the front lines, then um, really basically the campaign thereafter. uh, It was really cool. Uh, I think Tom Hanks did a very good job. I mean... Yeah, I'll say that that, um, like, uh, after you get past the old guy like the old version of Tom Hanks character. And then it's like the oh, first, yeah. first like 20, <laughs> 30 minutes is the storming right. the beach. That is just, that was like jaw dropping. Yeah. I mean, and then I, you're just hooked. You're just breath. Like you're speechless. You can't, I think the rest of the story is, you know, not realistic, but, uh, that. Oh yeah. It's, 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 um, definitely, you know, yeah. exaggerated the rest of the story. It's a Spielberg. I movie. mean, because it's not, I mean, those aren't real people. There wasn't, you know, it's a fictional story. But I think the the, the brutality of the war and 
Um, yeah, losing, you know, squad think, members and yeah, the, the and, effect and it had on you. Yeah, it was really shown. It, it, well, yeah, and I think that's what it really is key here because, you know, that's a piece of history that we should never forget. Um, and it was that was a different generation of people that was, uh, you know, I don't think you could, you know, people of today could do what, you know, they did. Um, you know what's funny is Vin Diesel's in this movie. <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> but he does die, so he's not he there does. for long. <laughs> he's, he's actually not that bad in it. He isn't for, bad. He isn't for his bad. role. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, Tom Hanks, I mean, well, what else even can you better, say about that guy? <laughs> right, right. And even better, he, you know, this, he helped, he helped direct that, right? No, this is Steven Spielberg. Oh no no you know what sorry he went he went on to direct then to help create um, yeah this uh, Pacific and so yeah uh, this inspired brothers them uh, so much that Spielberg and Tom Hanks ended up creating Band of Brothers uh, and which, and Pacific they did yeah Pacific way down as the well, line um, which uh, yeah just so cool which those are amazing as well I mean again you talk about doing a a, a great movie for uh you know on World War Two. And then you go into this these mini series, which are even more profound because they're actually taking they're following the um, actual people's uh, story and recollection of you know their time in the war. Um, easy yeah. company, so um, really cool. You, and then you know they they bring them in. You, you hear. Um, between you know the the episode and then it will cut out and go to them you know the actual uh real life characters who were in the war and they they you know it's just it's yeah it's moving it's really really fascinating um i've always been a, a fan of that so but yeah this movie is unbelievable uh i think yeah. anybody any i'm anybody my age and up i know i don't this younger generation i don't even i don't i don't know who they are I don't know. I don't know anybody in the younger generation, but like from our age up, uh, has seen this movie, and I don't know that anybody doesn't like it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And if you did like it, I recommend. If you haven't seen the mini series of Band of Brothers or Pacific, which phenomenal, 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 go see it. Uh, Pacific is the, as you can guess, is really the Pacific front of the war, um, and then Band of Brothers is uh, the European front. So, uh, two different fronts, both brutal um but uh very very you know moving stories that were told so it's a good pick definitely good for my number two it was a good pick yeah thanks steve stevie steven spielberg won uh best uh best uh, director for that yeah Interesting. yeah yeah so right. number one dude the big here number we go. one Drum here we roll. go all right all right all right good will hunting What's that movie? No, I'm just kidding. You know what? This is my favorite Matt Damon movie. This is my favorite Matt Damon movie. I think he did phenomenal in this. And I wish you saw more of this in other movies he did because I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of him in like Bourne or anything like that. I don't know. No. He just is kind of dry. He's amazing in this. Yeah, he's phenomenal in this. And so. that he like wrote it. Yeah. Created and Robin it. Williams. So Robin Williams is uh obviously, you know, he is a legend. Um, I love him in a lot of the movies yeah, he he's didn't done. Write it. So huh? it was no. uh, 
No, I know, but Robin Damon. Williams was in it. I'm saying he's. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he's he's like the reason that it got made. Um, he kind of took Matt and, and Matt, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, who wrote it under his wing, and it's the reason. But yeah, great movie. Great movie. I tweeted this a couple, uh, maybe like last year. I think it was when Robin Williams died. Actually, I tweeted that like this is good for um, like coming of age males to see mm-hmm. it's a good movie for like young males to see i think um great yeah. movie fantastic um it's, you know i mean any it movie that it can make you cry <laughs> every time you see it yeah that's uh definitely gonna be my top one I, i'll be honest every time i see it i get teary-eyed you know and, and like, not always the same scene it could be a new scene you know every time i watch it i'm like oh jeez why am i crying now he just took a sip of his soda <laughs> it's also just like it's everything too. It's funny, like uh, Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brothers in it, and he's oh, like, it's so he's funny. like, if we were gonna fight him, we should have fought him back there. We got snacks now. Like it's just so funny. Like yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's it's a great. They, they were a great dynamic in that. That was they were well, so it's funny cool too. Because I think they actually are friends. So like you could feel it. Yeah. In their in their dialogue, but I mean, huge cult, cultural impact. I think if you haven't even seen this movie, you know, like you know the like, uh, how about them apples? You know, what I mean, like. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that's carried on everywhere. You might not even see the movie, but you know where that's from. Yeah, that's a really good, good top. Choice. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm just like going through it, the movie in my head. It's just, yeah, it was brilliant. I think it's such a creative story. Um, you know, you really, they just what really sells it, sells it for me is that you get so invested in the characters. They they build them up so well. And what it's like, what is the movie like an hour and a half, like an hour and a half film. I mean, you manage to like feel like you're connected to each and every one of those characters in some way or another and feel for them on an emotional level. And then when you're done when the movie's over and the credits roll, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it was a great, it's just a great movie. It's aged really well. Like there's nothing in it that you're like, Oh, this doesn't play anymore. Yeah, ooh, a little risky. Yeah, it's, it really it's does play well still. All the acting in it is great. You know, it's them being Bostonites, Bostonians. Yeah. Which was the wrong, <laughs> right one? <laughs> What's the right one? I don't know. I like, Bost- I don't know. I like Bostonian. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. What do, we, what do we know? Yeah. But it's a, it kind of reminds me of other movies. Like, uh, obviously, Robin Williams is in Dead Poets Society. It really reminds me of Dead Poets Society. Like, the same feel to it, slow paced. Um, yeah. Even this gonna this connection is somewhere. It's it sounds really or feels besides the action scenes, it feels really similar to Braveheart because it's like slow, and it, like the picture isn't that great, but it doesn't matter because the acting is good. You know, I don't know. Right. Right. It's just very. It's just you don't get movies that feel like it anymore. Mm. It's hard to describe what it is, and I honestly think part of it is because the cameras weren't as good. And now, like, everything looks amazing. And for some reason, like, you just didn't have that in the 90s. Right. So you had to rely on other things. I It just, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it really, it really is. Um, definitely my top. Yeah, definitely has to be my top. I, I was thinking about that for a while. I'm like, is this, I couldn't think of any other movie that would be my top. That, like, immediately came to my head as the first yeah. slot. And so... Where, I mean, other than Saving Private Ryan, and I think my last three could probably be 
a little interchangeable. I mean, there's other movies that didn't make the cut that I really liked. Yeah, um, yeah. I think but, when when we did our top five, I said, you know, it depends on what mood I'm in. You know, one of those from the fifth or fourth could drop out and be replaced. Right. But and that's and that's like the beauty of a film and movies is that like there's like you could you could be them. in a, a mood for something. Well, yeah, and like like you said, like whatever mood you're in, you can find a movie for that mood. Yeah, and I mean, watch it and I, it can satisfy you. Well, yeah, there's movies that, you know, were not on my top five, like any of the Harry Potters, but I can watch those at any time because I'm such a huge fan. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just, yeah, everyone's got their own flavor, their own taste. Uh, as long as that taste isn't Fast and Furious, yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do like the first one, though. That's why it's that's why I was going to say, the, the, dude, I'll give that one and Tokyo Drift were pretty good. It, the first one is just so 2000s, man. Yeah, like, it was, the, the those were good. The first one and, and Tokyo Drift were good. Yeah. I like those. I think they have like two more planned. When it stopped becoming about when it stopped be, being about um the family and driving, family and racing and it became about saving the world and stopping terrorists and shit Bruh. like that. That's Bruh. when I lost it. I'm like, I don't Do you realize that they went from in the first movie stealing DVD players <laughs> and then in the like the third one they were like jumping cars in Dubai from one building to the other and then in the last one they're freaking stopping nuclear submarines <laughs> like this is ridiculous uh but you know whatever they're doing their yeah. thing they're making money so they're not gonna stop yeah. i like i like that top five give us a quick rundown uh recap of what those were shoot them out yep so number five it's a tie between pitch black and Days and confused number four constantine number three interstellar number two saving private ryan and number one goodwill hunting yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think New Goodwill Hunting was on uh, Brad's. It was Brad's? Five. Yeah, yeah, it was on Brad's. Uh, what, what was? What, what did he place it though? I don't remember. Uh, maybe like two or three. I can't remember. Yeah, it was up there. Yeah, um, he likes that movie a lot. It's a great yeah. movie. It's a great it movie. is a great movie. It yeah. really is. I like the Christopher Nolan uh, touch. You know, I had uh, two of his movies on my top five. So yep. that's he, yeah, dude. He's you know you you make a hard argument. I think. As far as directors go, I mean, just seeing all the movies he's put out, it's kind of unmatched, really, in the quality well, and creativity and the execution. Um, just overall, the whole, you know, on all, all categories, I think it shows, I mean, how talented he is. And yeah. I think I definitely want to he's, do, he's the best out there. I definitely want to do all of his movies. I want to talk we about should, all Yeah, that would be uh, that would be great. I think it would be cool if you and I talked about Dunkirk because we went and saw that together oh, in God. theaters in IMAX. It was yeah, I was actually which, just which watching is that the other day. How he shoots his he shoots his movies to be in IMAX. So it's just it crazy. It was so good. And well and you know, if I'm not gonna spoil this now, but you know, Joe and I have a story of when we, we went and saw that together and uh yeah, it, it definitely was an IMAX film for sure. Yeah, it was great. It was a great movie. So we definitely need to do that one. That would be a good yeah, one to do. Definitely. All right. Anything else, Benny? Yeah, no. Um, heck, if you guys want to leave a comment uh, giving us your top five, we'd love to hear it. You know, see what people like out there. Um, you know, maybe spark some ideas of ours. You know, as I was going through this list and we were just talking, like, I was thinking of other movies that I really right. enjoy yeah, that right? isn't on there. I'm like, it's hard oh, to remember well, them all. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and so um, I definitely, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear that. We always like feedback from our yeah. listeners uh so comments on your top five or things that you'd like to see us do or sorry i just say yeah. hear us do um, um 
Anything like that. Yeah, just or, or feedback on our execution of these podcasts too. That, yeah. That's fine. Hit us up on uh, We Made Changes on Instagram. Also, We Made Changes at gmail.com. Send us an email. Say what's up. Say we suck. Say we're great. Uh, whatever. Just reach out to us. Give us your top five. Tell us what movie you want us to talk about. Um, also, if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can message us directly on there. Leave, leave a message for us. That's, that's a really cool thing about it. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to the other episodes. We uh, love doing this, and we love giving you this content. Uh, and we like movies, so it's just a win-win-win. If you're a fan of The Office, you'll get that. Uh, <laughs> so we are actually going to do something new new to the podcast. Not on this episode, but we are bringing you new segments where we are going to react to new big uh, trailers that come out for movies you know, down the line. So yep. look out for those. Those will be short episodes, probably like yeah, 15, 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes where we're just chatting really about, you know, first thoughts and then see where the conversation goes. But quick little snippets for you guys. Um, again, thanks for listening. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Again, you guys may not agree with those that I put on there, but it comes from a place of uh, nostalgia and childhood and uh, where I come from. So thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, share this with family and friends. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate us on there. It does help. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.